Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the What Pod. This is me, Joe Ward, and I'm joined with my co-host. Hi, Joe Callum Ward. Scott. Hi, Callum, Joe. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad. Sexy stuff. So Sexy stuff. this week, lads, we and are lasses and lasses. Yeah. We are joined with our first guest on the What Pod. Cal, what did I say to you last week, mate? What you did said I say? there were guests, and that I wouldn't know that there were guests, mate. When I say I deliver, I fucking deliver. You fucking deliver. Exactly. So Like a postman with Tourette's. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm joined by my very good friend, Rob Dooley. Rob, welcome to the WhatPod. Fellas, pleasure to to be here. Um, How does it feel to be the first guest on the WhatPod? Yeah, delighted. Uh, Been looking forward to this uh, since you mentioned it to me last Tuesday. Yes. Um, And yeah, I'm raring to go, boys. Thanks ever so much for having me. No worries, Um, mate. I'm looking forward to it. I've done a little bit of research on the page previously. I like what I see. Lovely stuff. Um, God for that. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited, lads. I'm excited. Good. Well, before we get started, I'm just going to introduce you a bit. Yeah. Obviously, everyone's thinking, who the fuck is this guy? guy? Robert Dawley. Who's that? Who's that? Who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) So uh, me and Rob, we both work at Ulti together. Um, and last week we were on a lengthy away trip to Yeovil. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a long one, that one. Um, I, think we, I think we spoke about what actually happened. Anyway, it was a long trip down, got called Awful. off. But on the way, we were thinking, right, how are we going to entertain ourselves? I, I got chatting to Rob and he started telling me about his, his travelling stories. And you've got quite an impressive list <laughs> of countries that you've travelled to, haven't you? Yeah, it was... Um yeah, I mean, Yeovil, just quickly, just to mention it, was probably the worst day of my life. Mate. <laughs> it was absolutely... Ten, ten hour what, round trip? What a garbage day. I mean, it was Fucking absolutely awful. horrendous. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else do you do on a minibus when you're, uh, when you're born at your when you're born at your face other than, exactly. you know, just tell a couple of stories to yeah. your mates that next year? And uh, unfortunately for Joey, was on the receiving end of a, of, a, of a story from a few years ago. Mate, when, once you got started, you just couldn't stop. And I just thought instantly in that moment, I was like, you know what? This is this has got to go on the what pod, hundred percent. Always yeah. on the lookout for pod content. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a bit of pod content in there. I oh, think. Yeah. Tucked away. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon so. So, I tell you what, then Guess let's what? let's start us off. Let's have a look through this impressive list that you've got because yeah. there is some countries on there that I'll be honest, I haven't even heard of. Yeah. Never mind travelled to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, hundred percent. So, um, I'm going to start us off. Right, I'm going to go through the list. So, for the for the listeners uh, and anyone watching as well, because uh, we're on film this how, week. How, how yeah. many how many countries is it in total? Do you know? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I I think it's 23 or 24. Right. I should have obviously done my research yeah, on myself yeah, yeah. before I got here. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it's 23 or 24. Mm. Um, and obviously just started when I was, I think the first place I ever went, I think I was about eight months, nine months old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Months up to Mallorca, lathered me in sun cream. Oh, um, and then... Got that factor 50 on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, I just, obviously as I grew up, I was I was lucky enough to, um, I was lucky enough to go on a few family holidays a couple of times a year. My grandma had... Uh, Put her hand in a purse and, and you know provide for the family. Yeah. Um, you oh, know, pension, pensions and that, you know. Go on. <laughs> put it to good use. Well, she's gonna spend yeah, it on. <laughs> exactly. Um so yeah, a couple of family orders as a kid and then I, I found that when I got to about sixteen, um, or fifteen maybe, and I would go to Greece or we'd go to Turkey or wherever, I'd find that there was just this part of me that just wanted to be just adventurous and would sort of want to get off the beaten track. Mm. My dad, when he was a when he was around my age, he went into railing around Europe and into Morocco and stuff, and I think it probably just runs in the family to be quite honest with you and I just found myself you know being a bit more adventurous than 
than your average Joe on a on a family holiday. Excuse me. And uh, little shout out. And <laughs> you um, the average Joe. That's yeah. Horrible. Yeah. That's so horrible. <laughs> and yeah. And that's and that's it. And it just all it just all started. It just all started from there, mate. Really. Yeah. And um, I'm looking at having a look at this list now. Uh, I'll show it to Colin in a second as well. Um, some countries on here, especially Estonia, Latvia, Albania, Kosovo. Yeah. Where? What? 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 I've picked quite a few there that have. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're considered dangerous countries to go to. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's like, a... like where, like where did the mo- first of all sort of where did the motivation come to want to go to these sorts of countries, and then also talk us through how you even got there. Yeah. So I I. I... I've always been attracted to obscurity. Mm. I don't know why. I just think you know, there's so many places on this earth that so many people just don't go, mm. and I just want to go. Yeah. Um. I, I think I've always been interested in geography. Always, just as a kid, always really interested in geography. Um. And it's a bit of a weird one how my actual love for like geography and country started. I used to have this flag chart on my wall in my bedroom, mm. and it was like 190 odd countries. And every single flag had had the capital city underneath. And it was on my bedroom wall for like 10 years when I was maybe like five to probably about 15, to be fair. And uh, embarrassing, it's gone now. Come in, ladies. First girlfriend. (laughs) Capital of Bahrain, by the way. (laughs) You've heard of Brussels? (laughs) (laughs) Been to Brussels, been there a few times. And and anyway, yeah, so so my mum used to test me and... uh, Obviously, obscure countries did stick out for one reason or another, and I'd, I'd begin to have like obsessions, maybe with like certain parts of the world, and mm. I'd start to Google these weird countries that my mum was testing me on these capital yeah, cities, yeah. Um, and and yeah, I mean, what you said, obviously Estonia and Latvia. I think it's probably best if I start from the first. The first ever one was Denmark. Mm. Um, I used to have a job at a local on, on your own. On your own, am I right? No, so. that was a uh, that was with a friend. Right. Mm. So. Um, I I used to work at a local butchers in Grimsby, John Turner's Butchers. Shout out. Best, yeah. Not anymore. It's changed. Uh, it's, it's changed hands, unfortunately. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great job. Um, all those lads used to work there were there when we were younger. Uh, and the gaffer, Ricky T, was he was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I used to work maybe two weeks on, and then in my half terms, I'd have I'd say to Ricky, just give me a week off, and all the cash in hand that I'd, I'd earned, two hundred, three hundred quid, I'd spend to go abroad. Yeah. You fly from Stansted for eight or nine quid to Denmark. Obviously, when you get to Denmark, I realised pretty soon it was very expensive. Yeah. But I think that's where it first started. Um, it was that was that trip to Denmark, and I remember going with a mate and just thinking, right, this is just something I just really want to do, and I just loved the obscurity. I remember getting, I remember getting to Denmark, and uh, we flew into a, an airport called Billund, which is like the, it's the same as like a tiny UK airport. If you've heard of Humberside Airport, which is near Grimsby where I live, it's just a little minnow airport. Yeah. We flew into this into this place called Billund in the middle of nowhere, um, and and we got to this local town. I think it was Aarhus or Alborg. I know right. I know they're playing the, in the top Danish league. I yeah. can't remember which which one it is. It begins with A. We got there and the, the bikes were unlocked and stuff. They don't lock the, they didn't lock the bikes in this town in Denmark. It's such a safe yeah, it's such yeah, yeah. a safe yeah. place. They didn't even lock the bikes. Wow. And I remember just being like whatever what would I have been seventeen or whatever. And I remember just thinking like just seeing little things like that, finding them so interesting, thinking this is the sort of stuff you see and learn when you go to other countries. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. really, it just enticed me to sort of do more, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's where it all, that's where it all started was, was Denmark. Yeah. 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 And, um, one of the conversations that we were having, uh, on the coach the other day and a country that I, I, I want to bring up, um, 
to begin with is one of the more recent ones that you've been on, which was only a few months ago. Yeah. And that's Qatar. Yeah, Qatar. So you went over for the World Cup, didn't you? Yeah, what, yeah. Mate, what was that like? Because obviously, if um, I'm sure like a few of your mates were probably watching this this podcast and yeah. stuff, and obviously I've spoken to you about it, but mm. you like gained a lot of attraction on on um, what on. WhatsApp, WhatsApp. On, on TikTok. <laughs> so used to WhatsApp, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on TikTok, didn't you? Yeah. So I've, I've got to start. I've got to start from the very beginning with Qatar because, you know, some people may know, some people may not know that I didn't actually pay for my trip to Qatar. So, this in itself is just a ridiculous story that is like unbelievable. Mm. So I've got a friend who I live with um, at uni called Zach, uh, great friend of mine, really good lad. You know, heart of gold, um, and. I think it was in, it was February 2022. Um, I was at uni doing what I do. Um, and I got a, I got a message from Zach. He was like, when you get back from uni, mate, um, can you just sort of come in my room? I've, I've got something to tell you. I've got something to show you. I'm sure you can probably understand where this is going. But yeah. um, I, I got back and I went in his room and he'd just come back. He'd just come back from his birthday. He'd, just, he'd gone back to Wales where he lives in North mm-hmm. Wales and he'd just come back from his birthday. And... Um, and he said, look, he said, I've, I've had a conversation with my parents back home. I think he'd inherited some money or whatever from a family member and, and whatnot. And he'd got a, a, you know, a healthy 21st birthday present. And I think he'd, he'd saved up a bit of money from working over the past few years during COVID and stuff. And he just said, look, he said, I really want to go to Qatar um, this year. So bearing in mind, I was completely oblivious. Mm. I just, I, I thought, what have I done? I mean, yeah, he's always yeah, going yeah. in for me. I thought, <laughs> probably eating his chocolate somewhere. <laughs> I mean, nicking his fudge. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, I just thought, oh, I didn't think out of it. And he just said, yeah, I just said, I've got something to tell you. So I've had a conversation with my parents. He said, I want to go to Qatar. Mm. He said, I don't want to go on my own. He's like, I also don't know anyone who could afford it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then he's like, I, I, don't, I don't actually know anybody who could afford to do that sort of right. trip because obviously it was very expensive. And yeah. yeah, before I knew it, he said, I, I want to take you to Qatar with me. And So, uh, so when you when you heard you were going over and stuff, obviously like, I'm sure like we've, we've all sort of been guilty of having those like preconceptions yeah. of what Qatar was going to be Definitely. like, not just as a World Cup, but yeah. obviously as a country as well. Like, it, there's been a lot of stuff in the media. A hundred percent. I think the one thing I've always done with my travel, people say, well, what, what, why have I done it and stuff? Because obviously I spent so much money doing it to, you know, with stupid places. Mm. And I just think it's a big thing about getting life experience. Now you see all these people go tra- traveling to Thailand. I absolutely love it. Right? I think it's great. And I'd love to go to Thailand myself. But you see people finishing college before the start uni or finishing uni they've yeah. never ever been abroad and the first time they ever go abroad is for two months in thailand yeah you're not ready for that no you're not no. I, i'm not i don't matter you know people can disagree with me or whatever you're not ready for that you've not got the life experience to go out there to be smart with your money to be to be vigilant to be smart to be clever it's about street smart yeah you've got to be and, and i've always thought that if i was going to go somewhere like that which I plan on doing, mm. I want to have done plenty of countries beforehand to get a bit of wool on my back. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, get a bit yeah. of air on my chest so I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, regards to Qatar, having said that, and having said about the experiences, don't get me wrong, I knew I'd be okay when I when I got there because, you know, I like to think I've got, you know, I'm pretty street smart with stuff like that. Yeah. Even in places like that, it can't be that bad. Um, I definitely had some preconceptions uh, and I think my preconceptions were probably, they were they were probably correct in the sense that I knew there'd be a it'd be a very very obvious the difference between poverty and wealth. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know you could be in the middle of Doha, um, you know in in the, the, literally in the centre, 
and the wealth would be ridiculous. You'd be yeah. seeing like, you know, really expensive cars driving around the buildings, absolutely ridiculous and just unbelievable. You could get on a metro to let's say Wakra, which I think is where the England training ground was. Right. You get into the back streets of Wakra in Qatar. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's, it's I'm not saying by any means it's dangerous. It is mm. not dangerous at all mm. because they respect authority over there. The police are feared and authority is feared. And there's mo- I'm not saying they live in fear, yeah. but like they don't break the law because they don't yeah. want to go to prison for years, it, it which does, I think is a great system. It, it, it does I mean, sort of come across that way a bit, do you know what I mean? Well, I was sort of going to say, you know, that when you go to a place like Doha, is there a conscious effort to sort of keep you or other fans away from the areas that they don't want you to see. Yeah, 100%, I think, yeah, totally. Um, I I heard a rumour, I mean, I don't know if I saw it with my own eyes because I saw plenty of walls while I was out there, but apparently they were building walls to, like, hide poverty. Mm. Now, we stayed in in Meshereb, which is... um, which was a, a decent area of, of Doha, which is actually where all the press did all their filming and stuff in the streets of Meshereb. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce it. Mm. Um, but we stayed there and it was great, but there was a little bit of sort of poverty kicking about if yeah. you went in the right places and got off the beaten track. Um, but no, I mean, that's obviously that's how the TikTok first blew up. Well, I was, I was going to mention then, um, obviously one of the TikTok, you did quite a few whilst you were over there, but one yeah. that stuck out to me was that and and sort of the reason why I wanted to invite you on because like you do have that sort of like mischievous nature about oh, you, yeah. where you sort of like you say you go off the beaten track so in one of your videos you managed to get into a, um, a what was it like a block of flats where migrant workers used to yeah, live exactly that yeah um, just I honestly think that was just like the most just the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my own eyes. I, it was like I was in a movie set. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can never like explain to you. So I woke up that morning, as you'll see on the TikTok, I woke up that morning in the Sherub. Zacho went off to his own thing. I think he went to Uruguay, South Korea, nil-nil, the lucky Zacho. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I went off and sort of did a bit of exploring. I planned that day. I'd messaged a friend, a like, called Ben Brown, who I know from years back. Yeah. And... Um, and I said, I knew his old man used to live in Qatar. And I messaged him the day before and I was like, look, mate, I know your dad's lived in Qatar. Can you ask him where he would recommend tourists to avoid? Yeah. And then wherever he said, I was going go. to go. Yeah. 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 Now that's not to Poor be, to do it, yeah. I mean, that's not to be big and clever and put myself in danger. I never, ever plan on putting myself in danger. But sometimes the, the most incredible things that you would see in life, in my opinion, are when you're in danger. Mm. Can you imagine being a journalist on the front line in Ukraine oh, at the minute? Yeah. Some of the stuff you'd see out Incredible, there, you're yeah. in danger. Do you know Incredible, what I mean? Yeah. It's adrenaline. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it could be at other people's expense or whatever, but that's the sort of experience I want to see. Yeah. Like, I'm travelling and it's risky. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I like yeah. it. Yeah. Is that, like, I'm assuming that's probably what led you to, um, like, to go to, like, countries, it, other it, sorts of countries like that it, as well? Yeah, I mean, I think part of me was thinking maybe I, I wanted to get... I've got to be. I've got to be careful with the way I said it. Me, me old, me old man will go mental as well because he yeah. hates the thought of me just deliberately putting myself in danger, which yeah. I, I never do. But I just like to get off the beaten track. Yeah. yeah, I like to see what other people don't see. Listen, mm. if that means me getting in a bit of, you know, yeah. bit, not a bit of bother, but being in a bit of a sketchy situation, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Use your yeah. life experience. Get yourself out of there. So, so, how did you actually get into those flats again? Then? So we, uh, I got the, um, I got the what do you call it? The uh, the metro to Alwakra. When I got to Alwakra, uh, I was told that I needed to change uh, from the tube to a bus. Now, as I was um, 
as I was waiting for the bus. That's, that's interesting that they sort of what? like, they sort of tell you yeah. what you have to go through rather than yeah. just like it being there as an option. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd looked and I'd looked and like, obviously done a bit of research into how to get there and stuff yeah, yeah, and asked yeah. a few people and they were like, right, go there and change to a bus there. So, mm. I was on my own. It dead hot as well, like, yeah. well hot, like ridiculous. And, uh, and I was sat at the bus stop and I bumped into this guy from Nepal, this Nepalese geezer, and just got chatting to him and stuff. And he said that he was like a, a top worker at the local hospital. Yeah. Then he told me he was going home. I said, oh, you live around here, whatever. He goes, he goes, now I live in a camp. Right. And I thought, I put two and two <laughs> together and I thought, hang on a minute, a top, you know, a top health worker. He said he was, like, I don't know if he said he was a manager or if he was whatever, but he was like a top health worker in Qatar at a hospital, working at a hospital. And then he goes, I, work, I live on a camp. And I thought, how do you live on a camp? I thought you just, you know, I think you think it's a good wage or whatever. So yeah. I started asking him questions. We ended up sharing an Uber together to the camp where he lived because the camp where he lived was near, um, where, where did I go to... Um, I can't even remember the place where the uh, where, where the abandoned buildings were. I can't even remember what it was called. Um, I'll have to have a look now. But yeah. anyway, we, we shared an Uber to this town yeah. where these these alleged buildings were or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, he took me to the camp. We got out in front of the camp and I said, can I come in and have a look? And I tried to go and have a look inside the camp, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. security guard on the gate didn't let me in. Yeah. But he said the conditions were great. He said, we're well looked after. He said, the West have like a preconception that, you know, migrants and stuff are treated badly in Qatar. Listen, I'm not, it's not my place to comment on it. They might be, I, I don't know. I didn't see it from with my own eyes. But the conditions that, that camp in Qatar, it looked decent. Like yeah. it looked like a, it looked like a decent facility. Yeah, and he yeah. described it as a decent facility. And he said, I've never had any problem getting my wages paid or anything like that. So, so yeah, that was, I met him on the way, which was extremely interesting. Then I got the Uber from the camp to the centre mm. of this of this town. Now, am I okay, lads, just to check yeah. on TikTok quickly what yeah. this town was called? Yeah, 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 of course. I sort of just ask you from your point of view. You know, you said before that the, the police are, are a force and they're quite feared. Were you not, like, worried that you're poking your nose around these areas? It might rub them up the wrong way. You might end up in real shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, when you when you put it like that, yeah. And when you put it like that, it maybe it sounds absolutely ridiculous um, that I even contemplated doing it. Um, but maybe I'm being naive here, but I, I'll always back myself to sort of get myself out of pickles. I've never like been... fucking take all you on. Yeah, I've never, I've never been in a situation where I've not been able to talk my way out of it. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm saying? Hang on, geezer. Anyway, yeah. I just took a wrong turn. Mm. I'm just a tourist. I'm lost. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Sorry. I mean? they, yeah. yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, they, but they, did, they didn't want any trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, also, as well, like, I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> just lowered myself down. <laughs> not going to um, lie. Um... <laughs> I'm assuming from their their point of view as well, like they've already received so much bad press before the World Cup's even yeah. kicked off. Yeah, I'm assuming they probably wanted to reduce that as much as possible. Uh-huh. So they they see an English tourist, 100%. who I don't know if you were filming anything at this point, but they're probably thinking, right, we don't want to get ourselves in the headlines. For yeah, the wrong so reasons here as well. I, I actually wasn't. I, I didn't actually. Did, bump- did, did you plan on filming that by the way when you went over? Like, did you go thinking this would be quite good for a TikTok, or did you go get there and you're like, you know what? I think this would ban on TikTok. So I, 
was this my first TikTok video? I, I can't remember. I, I think you've done one before that. I've done a couple. Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, so I'm just looking now. So signal shit. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the first the first video was 25 and a half k views, then 30 k views, then bang, 1.4 million. That was That's the crazy, that. that was the one about how much I spent in a day. Got a load of stick off loads of people saying like, oh, "It's not even expensive." Like, All right, mate, whatever. you couldn't try it yourself then, play. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then obviously, then there was that second one was that was the was the abandoned buildings. Um, now I didn't actually know that those buildings were there. I'd heard like a little bit of a murmur. I'd done a bit of research that there was like that's where the migrants used to live, mm. but I had absolutely no idea that those buildings were there. Mm. And I remember, I'll never forget this right, I remember getting dropped off in the centre and there was like a couple of shops or whatever and, you know, just people wandering about, a little, little tiny shopping centre. And I've walked in, I've walked out the back of the shopping centre into a car park and I was just faced with like, I reckon maybe 18 to 20 tower blocks. Mm. Now, you know, like the tower blocks that like you see in council estates in England? yeah, yeah. You know, run down tower blocks mm. that were probably built in like in England, they're built in the eighties, nineties, whatever, seventies, yeah, yeah, whatever, and uh, and they just look like that. They look like the you know the Eastern European tower blocks that we'd you know associate. Yeah, when definitely. you look at Eastern Europe, now as someone who's been to Eastern Europe, it blew my mind. I was like, it's literally like I'm in Serbia or yeah. I'm in Latvia, right? It yeah. was just like this is just dead weird. It felt like I was in Europe all mm, of a sudden. Mm. So I'm stood there. I wish you could have seen it. I was stood there in the middle of this car park. There was nobody about, by the way. It was yeah. a ghost town. Just, it was so eerie. Mm. It was dead warm. You could have heard a pin drop. It was bright sunshine. And I just remember was thinking... It, was there much around them? Or was it just sort of them and then nothing it was, else? It was like them. And then there was a little bit of like, you know, I say civilization, like as in like yeah. shops and that around them. But that was generally about it. Yeah. They were really sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And you talk about the mischievous side of me. This is when I was in the situation where I was thinking, like, right, here we go. I've got to get in here. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, like, if I, it doesn't matter if I'm in Qatar. Look at these buildings here. I'm thinking this is just so interesting. I've got to get in there and have a look. Yeah. Anyway, I walked a bit closer and I scaled round the edge of the buildings. It was a low wall, like a really low wall. And I remember thinking I could just hop, I could just hop over this wall yeah. and I'd be in. Do you know what yeah. I mean, like, it was literally as, like as high as these chairs. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. just hop over it. Yeah. And that's when it kicked in. Ooh, I'm in Qatar. Yeah. I'll probably get my head chopped off. <laughs> I thought, this is not great. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to keep walking. And I kept walking. I scaled around the whole building. Then I found like a proper entrance, like a, uh, you know, a through road into the, into like a colour compound, if you like. And uh, I saw, <laughs> I saw this like security truck. Right, I saw this. I saw the security truck, and it's like the it's like the car had eyes. Yeah. Like it was looking at me, yeah. and I was looking at it. And I thought that's the security. I thought they're just going to tell me to go away. And I'm as I'm, I'm thinking, do I just keep walking? Do I approach them and have a chat with them? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I I walked over to the security car, and I almost felt like I had to put my hands up as I walked over. Yeah. I walked over and I was like, "Fellas, all right, like this," and they were like. All right, so Both what? Them. Yeah, yeah, right, fellas. So one of them's in one of them's in the passenger seat like this, just nodding off, and, and the other geezer's just sat there on his phone with the, with his AirPods in, and uh, and and I was and I was thinking like I don't I didn't know what I was thinking. I'd said I knocked on the window and put the window down. Now then, fellas, I said, uh, what's this? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is what is this? Can I come in and have a look? And can I have, suss it out? Yeah. He goes, oh, um, this is where this is where the migrant workers live. Do. Who uh, who built the Fuck. stadium? Yeah. And I was like, 
the UK press mate have oh. been trying for years yeah, 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 to yeah. like get into these yeah, yeah. places where these workers lived and expose Qatar for you know putting them in terrible conditions. I thought mm-hmm. I am now in a situation where I am literally about hundred yards from yeah. this building that I can just walk and have a look. Well, it's, it's interesting to say that because I do think that like realistically, you going over on your own, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've not got a, a, a filming crew with you. Yeah. Uh, you've not got like a fucking, well, I'm not saying you'd wear a bulletproof vest, but yeah, you, you've, you've not got anything on that's making you stand out as like a journalist. Press, you know I mean? so, yeah. Because yeah. I reckon, like, if, imagine if a team of four, like, BBC employees went over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can we get in this building, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Off you go, lads. I reckon they're like, nah, yeah. no chance. No, no, and I, I just said to the geezer, I, he, was, he just said, uh, I, I just. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, mate, I've cracked it. I've gone to him. I said, "Oh, I said, I said, I couldn't have a look round, could I? I said, I couldn't have a, you know, just have a look and have a look inside, thinking the last thing he's going to do is say yes." Yeah. <laughs> and he went, "Yeah." So I was like, "Do you want great yeah. moving?" He said, he, "Do you know what he said to me?" He went, "He said actually, he said I've never been in." And he mm. made a joke. I couldn't really understand it. He made a joke about, oh, I always thought it was haunted. I never wanted yeah, to go yeah, in. Yeah. So should we go in together? Yeah. Yeah, all right, mate. So, <laughs> yeah. Locks the door behind you. Yeah, so we've, we've walked into these buildings and he just said, you know, let, let's take a look. And we tried a few lifts and tried a few doors and went up these staircases. There was a few, like, abandoned bikes on, like, the on the stairs and that that people yeah. had just left with them. Weird. That it's a, why was it abandoned? So this is the thing. So I'm assuming... I'm assuming, so because if you look in the comments on TikTok, some people mm-hmm. told me that, that that's not where the migrants lived. Right. I still don't know to this day. Yeah, yeah. you can pe- just go off what you said. Some yeah. people said that it was local geezers that were, that were of all different nationalities that had been living in them buildings right. while they were working on like a local oil field or something. Right. I've heard loads of different theories as to what those buildings were for, yeah. but I can only go off what I was told on that day by the yeah. guy who was supervising the, the, you know, the, the premises. Anyway, we, we tried this, we tried this door. And I just remember trying this door and it opened. Mm. And I remember thinking, like, fuck. We're going to yeah, see inside. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you going to find? And I was, it was as almost as if I didn't even want to open the door and have a look. Yeah, I just didn't, yeah, what, yeah. I was, it was only like an abandoned apartment. Yeah. But I just thought, what's going to be in here? Yeah. Anyway, I just said, after you, mate. And he went in and then we had a look around ourselves. And I said, can I now go back in, like, sort of on my own, if you like, and just film it quickly for TikTok? Went in, filmed it. You know, I cracked a few jokes while I was walking around. I said, like homes under the hammer yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it did look weird from the video. Yeah, it was say. extremely spacious. It, mate, I said it on the... I'm sure I said it on the video. If that was in London, mm. on Canary Wharf yeah. or whatever, yeah. mate, you're paying a bop. It was a great little pad. Yeah, I guess it's just the fact of how many people that they had in there. This is the point, thing. You know what I mean? I mean, if they had 16, mm. you know, Indonesian workers who were working on the on the stadiums in there, then yeah. Yeah, I reckon it'd be a bit of a squeeze, right? Yeah, but, yeah, cosy, um, yeah, very cosy. <laughs> but um, but if that was just for like four men or two men, you'd be laughing. Yeah. Again, I don't know, I can't comment. But yeah, I, I remember walking out and literally getting goosebumps as to what I'd just seen and what, I, I, I can never explain it to you how eerie this, it, there was loads and loads of apartment blocks and it was just, silent yeah yeah and i remember getting in this taxi and going back to alwakra to get mm. the tube back to Mishereb. and i was in this taxi and i was i put in a group chat to the lads now i put some you know shite in our group chat <laughs> but i'm like lads listen i have just seen the maddest thing i've ever yeah. seen traveling and i think one of my mates billy samuels or whatever is just like thumbs up reacting i'm thinking bill <laughs> 
Bill, you don't know what Come I've on, just Bill. seen, mate. Yeah, do you know what I mean. And Bit I, of a better reaction. One of the lads that stops up reacting, yeah. thinking it, it needs more than that. Lads, like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And um, then obviously uploaded it, and yeah. yeah, just clicked over to 1.5 million a day or something the other week. That's insane. That is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just interested to know as well. Like, obviously, I've, I've got my own opinions on stuff, but for someone that like that didn't go to Qatar and just watched it on TV like myself, Kyle, what were your thoughts? after the World Cup had finished. And because, you know, there was there was quite a lot on social media of like other people that sort of saying like, you know what, like it's actually the people here really nice. Yeah, um, all so that nice. sort of stuff. Like, did it change your opinion on stuff after, after the World Cup had finished? Not really. No. Because the people were never the problem. No. Like the, the media build up and everything before it was was never, aren't Qataris wankers? Yeah. yeah. It was never that. It was like the, the whole regime and the way they got the World Cup and... And the way that the the government or dictatorship or whatever it is sort of run things, how that pr- plays into why you should put a place like that on the world stage yeah. and why they should be shown off to... Because if you get a World Cup, that's your opportunity to show this place Agreed. off to the rest of the world. And like, <coughs> even speaking in football terms, Qatar is not a footballing country. Oh. It's not actually even... I like a like a well established country. They they came apart sort of after the Second World War and, and, and that sort of thing, but that's a different thing. Yeah. But like it's given this platform through corruption. Yeah. Which is that there's a really good thing on Netflix, um, about FIFA. Yeah. And essentially that, it, yeah. it exposes how every World Cup since the mid seventies has been the result of Corruption and mm. like money and, and everything like that. Yeah, it's like so. Where do you draw the line? So you give the World Cup to Qatar. If North Korea started selling oil and got yeah. enough money to pay off Qatar, would you give it to them? Mm. Exactly. Mm. Where where do you? Yeah. Where's the line? Yeah, I I, I agree. I I do think that you know there was obviously all the all the uproar about the LGBT armbands and stuff yeah. like that, mm. and and I just think like. FIFA, as they just brought it on themselves yeah. by putting it there. You, don't get me wrong; it was the probably the most incredible trip I've ever been on. In fact, yeah. it absolutely was. Mm. But it, I knew morally that that country shouldn't have been given that World Cup. Yeah, I should yeah. never have been given it. The problems in this day and age, as well, you know, with with the way the world is and the amount of problems that that is over there in Qatar. Why, why would you put that on the world stage? It's exactly. only going to cause controversy and just debate, and it's just going to be negative. Football-wise, brilliant World Cup, though. I was yeah. going to say, the football sort yeah. of saved the World Cup because yeah. it was one of the best World Cups I think I've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah the football was decent, even though I managed to watch two nil-nils out of the three games. <laughs> Morocco-Croatia, I reckon I could play centre-half Croatia. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, England-USA. Yeah. Obviously, the other one was uh, England against Iran. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah managed to watch two nil-nils. But the, the football was decent. Yeah, yeah, it was a great World Cup. Obviously, Messi winning mm. it was brilliant. Mm. Great yeah. I think what, su- what summed it up for me was the whole thing with the, the beer. Like Budweiser, yeah. yeah what, what? That, they pulled out like on the night before yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, well, that surely sums up this whole World Cup. Yeah, it's just like yeah. trying to put sticking plasters over an axe wound. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's not worked. You're going to piss off so many people in the process. So you'll get things like Budweiser pulling all their beer out of the stadiums the night before the game happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then fans are going to be fucked off about that. But yeah. That that sort of thing was happening all the time, and then you got the brands that sponsored the World Cup trying to like withdraw all their sponsorships halfway through, and yeah. realizing they couldn't do it. Yeah, it was just a mess 
logistically, but a really good World Cup. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I, I'm, I'm conscious that we could, we could easily get stuck down this rabbit hole yeah. <laughs> just, just well, on the World Cup, to be honest. Yeah. I, I just want to ask, before we move on to another place you've travelled to, and somewhere that we talked about, another place we talked about on the uh, on the coach journey. The famous Boston Yeovil. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, it's become infamous now. Um, I'm just interested to know, like, what actually was it like with the beers? Like, because you struck me as someone likes a few drinks on like football, beer, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like beer, yeah. how strict were they? Um, it was, oh, it was just, I didn't, that's the one thing I had no idea what to expect because one day everyone can drink, the other day, the night before, no one could, and it was just dead weird. Yeah. Uh, a few beers actually on the uh, on the on the plane on the way there. Oh, yeah. You didn't oh, yeah. Have, yeah, you didn't have to pay for you didn't have to pay for food and was drink it, on the Was it Qatari Airlines? Yeah. Was it? Wait, no, I, I swear we didn't have to we didn't have to pay for food and drink on the plane. I'm sure we didn't. You, you, I, I think just, that you were some sort of government ambassador. No, no, yeah. I, I don't even. I think it's because it was Dolly. like a, It was because it was. It was because your name was just engraved. Yeah. I think it was because the flight was over X amount of time. You don't have to pay for food and drink. I'm sure yeah. we didn't. In fact, we yeah. didn't. We didn't. We there didn't are, pay for food and drink. Actually, so I yeah, think no, if that the is flight's true, yeah. over like six hours, yeah, they'll give you a meal. Yeah. and then drink. Yeah, we had, yeah a couple of Heinekens yeah. on the I mean, way out there. No problem. Twelve hour journey. Sorry, mate. It's all right, no food. Yeah. No food. Sorry, get your wallet no. out. Yeah. <laughs> got, a pot, got a bowl of nuts or something. <laughs> Tied you over. Um, but no, regards to the beers, we got there and uh, we, we'd heard a few murmurs of a few Irish bars. Um, I actually got in contact with one on Messenger the week before we went and he was like, yeah, just come for a beer, mate. Yeah. It's all right, sound. Um, <laughs> Freak. So yeah, so we went We went to a couple of beer, uh, a couple of bars, but the bars were within hotels. So yeah. hotels have got alcohol licences in Qatar. Mm. 95% sure this is all true. Um, but... Um, yeah, so hotel- there will be someone. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at one of the yeah. cameras that will be the five percent. There'll 5%. be somebody that's like, yeah, somebody's that, like, no, that's just incorrect. But the but the bars were all inside hotels. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was a uh, was it a I don't know if the hotel was called, like a Mercury Hotel or something, and uh, you'd just go to the third floor and there'd just be a sports bar. Mm. Everyone <laughs> getting pissed up and it was great. No way. Like on the on the on the shots on the beers, loads of different nationalities and it was brilliant. I don't know why my mind has gone so blank about Qatar, but I've completely forgot the name of the bar that we went to. Yeah. Um, but it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, it was dead accessible. We knew where it was. Yeah. It was yeah. dead busy. There was there was a good number of pubs and bars within hotels on like the third floor of a hotel while we were out there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it had cost you. I, I I got pissed up one night. I reckon I had uh, four or five beers, a couple of shots of Sambuca, and I was about 160 quid down. I reckon 150 <laughs> quid down by the end of it. Hell. Yeah. My old man's going to be thinking, I wish I didn't give him spending <laughs> money for that. But yeah, uh, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, How much was a pint? You know, I think it was about 14 quid. Ooh. 14 quid? Yeah, it's a joke. I, like, I, I, I don't I, want three. Yeah. <laughs> Shot of Sambuca was about 18, 19 quid. I'm sure it was. The thing is, like, ridiculous. when you go to those places, like you just can't afford to to go out every night. Do you know they what sort I mean? of make yeah. it because they've got like... Um, Almost like a monopoly on alcohol. Mm, yeah. They can sort of regulate because you can turn around and go, well, I'm not paying that. And yeah. then they'll go, well, where else are you going to yeah, fucking get yeah. it? Yeah. Nowhere. I mean, the, the thing is, a lot of people said a lot of people said about, about Qatar, regards to the authorities and the police, that they weren't helpful. But I'm just going to check, by the way, because I've managed to just get on the Wi-Fi. I just, I'm dying to check whereabouts this... I've got the video playing now. I can yeah. tell you where these abandoned buildings were. Not that they're <laughs> any relevance, but it, the, the place so was killing you can me. do your own research yeah, at home. If, if you I'll tell you go, what, if, if, we can, if we can be asked, we'll uh, insert a clip of the yeah. uh, of the of the TikTok if on yeah. screen now, asked, which which is a big big ask. But big let's ask, let's yeah. see how we're feeling. Messaid, Messaid, Messaid. That was it. Yeah, Messaid. Oh my word! Wasn't he like a really famous footballer? 
But no, Messai, that was that was where he went. What I was just gonna tell you there, by the way, was about the authorities. Yeah. Now I've got to tell you this story about how the police helped mm-hmm. me in Qatar. So this is I think this could be more mind blowing than the abandoned building stuff. It's just weird how all that he's weird for seven days. But yeah. It was like three stories. Oh, mate, I, cr- I can remember seeing this on your stories. Yeah. So this didn't make the TikTok because I just couldn't even cram it into the time I had because it was just indescribable. Mm. Anyway, so me and Zacho went to a Chinese restaurant. Um, unbelievable, this Chinese restaurant, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's a bit of sweet and sour chicken and that special oh, fried rice. Nice. Ridiculous. Um, so we had a bit of Chinese food and uh, we've walked out the Chinese, crossed the road, and we were only about 10 minutes from our hotel. But, you know, me and Zach are both big lads, pretty lazy, thought, let's just get an Uber. Um, so the taxis out there, because obviously fuel and stuff so cheap, the taxis are, are just ridiculously cheap. Yeah. I think a 25-kilometre Uber was like a tenner or something like that, which is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So it's only going to cost about two quid to get home. That's a pint, that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and we've crossed the road, and there's this geezer stood there going, oh, taxi, taxi, taxi. He was like, oh, I looked at Zach, I said, oh, we might as well just get in, get yeah. in the motor and obviously go back to the hotel. So we got in this taxi, and... Uh, which soon became apparent he wasn't a taxi driver. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Qatar, after the games and stuff, when it was busy, there were just random blokes who just lived around there just offering lifts yeah, just yeah, for yeah. a free tenner or whatever, yeah. which I'm fair play to him. You know, yeah. you've got to do what you've got to do in life, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, it's not look, often a World Cup role, isn't Exactly, you've got to look after yourself. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we, we got in this taxi and uh, we drove back to the hotel. Oh, this is awful. It gives me black bloody anxiety thinking about this. Makes it an awful feeling. <laughs> We've gone into the hotel lobby and I think I've asked the woman for like a coffee and a bottle of water behind the counter. I've gone for my, I got this little bum bag thing on, dead prime. Best purchase yeah. ever by that. No, my mate lent me it, by the way, this bum bag yeah. for the trip. <laughs> so useful. It went everywhere. Anyway, so I've gone in this bum bag to get this thing out. I've gone to get my phone. And you know the old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mini heart attack. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm horrible. patting myself down like I'm on fire. Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Couldn't find my phone and it just hit me. And I was like, I've left it in a taxi. It's in this bloke's car. So I've sprinted. I mean, I'm not fast. Let me tell you, I'm towing. <laughs> but we've, we've, I've sprinted out the hotel to get on the road to see if I can see this taxi. Yeah. And he was long gone. We didn't book it through Uber, so we couldn't trace the car. We didn't book it online, so we couldn't trace the vehicle. And it was just like... Oh no! Losing your phone in Qatar, <laughs> with no way of like Lose contacting. It. Also, it, at this point, had you already started to sort of blow up a bit on TikTok? Uh, I think I put one out or two out, and they'd reached over twenty k views. Like, so I was sort out. of no, knowing. Like career's over. Yeah, yeah. My career's over. Yeah, I got two twenty k videos on TikTok. <laughs> my career's over. But I was thinking to myself, like, I, I, I knew there was potential to do well on TikTok. I didn't think it'd be, you know, what it was, but I knew yeah. there was a bit of potential there. So I knew that obviously it was of paramount importance that I got my phone back. Not just because of TikTok, because I've lost my phone in Qatar. And obviously the DMs as well. Yeah, well, DMs. And obviously <laughs> altering him and that as well. Yeah, 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 Misses course, on the yeah. blow, I'm like, what's he doing? Where is he? <laughs> and uh, and anyway, so I, I yeah, I went I went back to the to the car to the road to see the car, couldn't find it. And then 
a geezer called Abdul comes into play. Now, Abdul was the driver for our hotel. If you needed a taxi, just go down to reception, ask for a taxi, Abdul will sort you out. out. I cannot (laughs) stress to you how sound this guy was. Abdul, he had this big Toyota Land Cruiser, all white, and he was just ace. He'd drive you wherever, whenever, for dead cheap. And me and Zacco got dead pally with him. He'd take us around a couple of times a day, some Mm. days, to X, Y, and Z. And I've looked at Abdul. This is only like day two, by the way. It's only day two in Qatar. So yeah, I'm not, so not, this is probably what spiked the friendship with Abdul. Yeah. I've looked at Abdul. Abdul's looked at me and I've gone, Abdul, I'm in bother, mate. Right? <laughs> I'm in big trouble here, mate. I need you to dig me out. Yeah. I said, I need to go back to, I think it's called Three Dragons Chinese Restaurant in, yeah. uh, in uh, Mishereb. Standard name for a Chinese yeah. restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's Chinese. <laughs> original. And uh, I've gone back to this Chinese and I just assumed... I don't know what what I thought I was going to do, but I just yeah. thought, right, go back to where we got yeah, in the taxi. Yeah, 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 it's just what, you, what you'd go to, isn't it? So we've got in the, uh, we've gone back to the Chinese restaurant and we spent about an hour or two in this area mm. looking through CCTV. Searching. Searching. And we found this CCTV in this, in this, uh, in this shop that was opposite the parking bay where this geezer was parked. Yeah. And, um, you could see this vehicle on the CCTV. Anyway, it was the same vehicle that our taxi was. So I was like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's it, mate. We can trace the plates, whatever. Yeah. Turns out, when that taxi had pulled off and driven off with us in the car, the same vehicle, this is God's honest truth, the yeah. same vehicle, the same model, had pulled into that parking space. But it wasn't him. No. So I'm looking at this car for half an hour, like trying to write the plate yeah, down. Yeah, what yeah, even yeah. him? Just the same model of vehicles pulled into that spot. Wow. So we thought he'd like returned or whatever when he dropped us off and he yeah. hadn't. Anyway, um, they just basically, the police pulled up. The police saw a bit of like, commotion or whatever. They pulled up and we've explained the situation. And they were just like, you're going to have to go to the Capitol. Yeah. The Capitol building. It's actually what GTA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, right, yeah. we're going to go to the Capitol building. See man in the cream suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, what's yeah. going on? No, fellas. So we got to the got to the Capitol building. Abdul obviously took us to the Capitol yeah. building. Legend. And I've walked into this police station. Now, I think you talk about maybe worrying about the authorities and stuff in Qatar. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking at this point, like, right, I'm in a police station now in yeah, Qatar. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch my P's and Q's, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. And I thought I need to just be a little bit smart here. Yeah. So I've gone in and I've played it simple. Now then, lads, so it must have been about 11 of them behind this counter. <laughs> I've literally gone like, now, now then, lads, listen, I've got a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a pickle. I've lost my phone. I was like, you're never going to get it back. I'm wasting my time even telling you, can you help me out? <laughs> and so this guy, this guy called, he was called ba- he was called Bashir. I can't remember his surname, but he was called Bashir. And he was probably the most helpful and reassuring and just a great guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was probably about 25-year-old copper. Yeah. He was Moroccan, right? right. So obviously, <clears throat> the North Africans and stuff that speak Arabic will go over to Qatar and work there better money and whatnot, better life. So he was from Morocco, copper, put us in this police car and he was like something up a film. He's gone, right, my mate will come with us. The other cop, I can't remember his name, but he was like, he'll come with us and we'll go retrace the steps and we'll yeah. try and find some more CCTV footage in some different shops. Yeah. So we've literally, got, he's gone, right, wait out the back, I'll bring the car around. This literally massive, like bulletproof looking Toyota Land Cruiser <laughs> pulled around the corner. Get in, mate. Seatbelt? No, nah, don't put your seatbelt on, pal. Whatever. Radio's Who's gonna on. Who's going to stop us? The police. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to stop us in this? He's a bulletproof tank. <laughs> so we got in this car and he's like, right, we'll, we'll retrace we'll retrace the steps. Yeah. Um, 
anyway we just we just went around and we were looking for we were looking for cctv cameras yeah. we've gone through loads of shops like it's about two in the morning now by mm. the way and uh, we left the chinese at like nine o'clock to go back to the hotel so we've been at it for a good four four or five hours whatever searching anyway it was i'm not gonna say not gonna take any credit for this but i remember us going through these traffic lights and i've gone to bashir mm. i've gone i've gone look up there there's a there's a camera on that traffic light yeah yeah and he was like yeah he was like that's that's a great show. Yeah. Should we check it? Do you want a yeah. job? Yeah, yeah, do you want a job? Yeah, I'm off, off back next month. And, uh, and, and, and we was, so we pulled up by this traffic light and we checked the, we checked the camera and mm. he was like, right, we need to ask like the, the government traffic officials or whatever. It's going to take yeah, 24 yeah, hours yeah. for the footage. Mm. So, Surely at that point, you're just thinking, there's no it, fucking chance. It, it's, it's dead and buried in yeah, it at this yeah. point. You know, I, it's game also, over. I've got to say as well, like quite, quite, uh, quite surprising. Like when I, when I first heard about it, that like, the police were giving up that much of their time yeah, definitely. to go and find something like yeah. that because, you, you know, you think World Cup, like, surely they've got, like, loads going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have been able to take that seriously, I don't think, because that fucking massive police car comes around yeah. and be sitting in the back with them just going, can you put the lights on, please? <laughs> yeah. Mate, can I, you make I, it go? I did say to Zacho, I said to Zacho, I was like, man, I said, Jake, going to stick the lights on. Like, <laughs> but, um, by the way, fellas, can I blow my nose? Yeah, go for it, yeah, mate. A bit go gross, for it. Actually, yeah. but, but no, basically, I'll yeah. just, I'll just some cover. So, Joe, are you having a wonderful time? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, as we're doing it, I'm, I'm, I keep telling the story. By the way, I'm gonna break oh, no. the fourth wall because I am absolutely petrified. I'm just gonna double check these cameras. So keep telling the oh, story. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna break the fourth wall a bit here, guys. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, go yeah. double check. But keep, go, keep go, telling the story because Medium I would never be able to forgive myself. If, if I have a look now and it's gone, it's, they're, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So um, oh, no. I, I hope I hope that they're watching. Can we, this. Maybe can we check on camera because I feel like this is good footage. This is good suspense. Oh, exactly. Like, can, that's what I mean. Can we have a look now because I mean, if it's yeah, yeah. if we get the bad news that, well, I was going to say if we get the bad news, it's not recorded. We're not going to be able to put it anywhere. Are we? Exactly. Yeah. But no, brilliant, mate. But no, um, no. Anyway, he's checked that. He checked the. Uh, he checked the. The what do you call it? The. The um, traffic light camera. Yeah, yeah. Real good, by the way. Nice one. Are we? I was gonna. I didn't have enough time, but I was gonna play a heartbeat sound effect. Great. That's an unbelievable heartbeat. But... <laughs> See, that, I'm fucking. <laughs> I am mint. <laughs> I can't even do it. I sound like I've just got Tourette's. Um, <laughs> just, it, it, <laughs> interestingly, by the way, how long do you like, reckon we've been going for? Uh, well, you can see. Twenty. Twenty-eight say. minutes. Twenty-eight minutes. Thirty-one minutes. Do you know what we're going for? 45 minutes. Oh no, lads, this is going to go on for ages. Fucking hell. Anyway, come on. Strap in, lad. T- t- talk to us about this the... This is going to go on for so long, we've not even got off Qatar no, yet. I know, I know. <laughs> 20, there's 22 countries to go. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to be here till next month. we like 18 episodes. Yeah, but no, we've, we've, we've obviously we've checked this We've checked this camera on this, uh, on this traffic light. We've yeah. gone back to the police station and um, he basically just turned around to me and was like, right, come back tomorrow. Yeah. And he was like, Will have found your phone. Yeah. So I'm thinking, obviously, Bashir's just being kind, and he yeah, thought, yeah. no way he's going to trace it. Yeah. So obviously, at, me and Zacho were having a few beers. I think we were watching Switzerland, Australia, or someone like that, or Switzerland, France. And I said to Zach, it was dead weird. It was about three in the afternoon, and he'd not told me to go back until the evening. Mm-hmm. But I just said to Zach, I just said, mate, I said, this is just bugging me. I said, I'm, I'm just going to have to go check my phone, see if they found my phone. Yeah, yeah. I thought, if they found it, they'll have found it by now. Mm. It was like a weird sixth sense. I'll never be able to explain it. Anyway, I got on a tube, went back to the Capitol building, 
and and I I never I'll never forget this right. I've walked into the police station. Yeah. I've walked in through into the waiting room, and Bashir stood there, and he goes, "My brother," like this, giving him an high five. Now the lads, all right. Yeah, all right, lads. And he goes, uh, a bit too uh, happy to say them. Yeah. <laughs> and he just goes, and he just goes like this. He just goes, ah, he goes, uh, I have something for you. And then he just goes, is this your phone? And he pulls up Mate. this package, and it's just got my phone in it. No fucking <laughs> way. Mate, I swear to God, right? I swear to God, I'm sat there, stood there. I said, Bash, you're having me on, mate. <laughs> Like, it's is this some sort fun. of replica? Like, yeah. Just a picture. What is that? Man, I swear to God, I, I, you should have said, I had goosebumps. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How the hell yeah, how have, they found have that? you found that? How have you come yeah, across yeah. that? And also as well, fucking, like, good on them for yeah. fucking yeah, taking yeah. the time to search yeah, for that. Do you know play. what I mean? Is it, like, like, fair play, yeah. Literally a needle in a haystack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. iPhone 11 in Doha. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see, you're not coming across that, are you? Yeah, that yeah, bit yeah. of hard work. Yeah, it's it's like, a small place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, during a World Cup as well, how the hell have they done that? How have they done that? Anyway, so it's he was mad. like, oh, you need to come in and make a statement and stuff. So we went into this back room and, and then obviously I'm in the back of this Qatari police station and they brought me like a little bit of, I don't know if it was like Turkish tea or whatever and I'm sat there what? with a, sat there with a sergeant and having a chat with him and that like thinking and I started asking him questions that we see in the press right. you know do you kill people do you chop people's hands off and stuff and he was like so I thought it's from my phone do you kill <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like by the way I was like, it, 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 it wasn't that abrupt but I just said to him I was like you know, I said there's a bit of a preconception in the press, and I and I genuinely formed a dead good relationship with this Bashir. Yeah, sounds a bit dodgy, that doesn't it? But and, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I genuinely That's formed why like you a, found your phone. yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd, fo- I'd formed a proper good relationship with him, and he was a genuinely good bloke. Yeah, um, and yeah, and I just said, I just said, you know, do you like chop people's hands off? Like, is it genuinely <laughs> true? And he was like, no. He said that's in Saudi Arabia. He said if you do yeah, your research said, yeah. in Qatar, he said we don't do that. He said no. we don't chop limbs off in Qatar, no, no, and they no. genuinely don't. Like yeah. they, they actually yeah, yeah. don't. People say they do, but they don't, honestly. Yeah. Not that I'm defending them for any reason, mm, but I feel mm. like I've got a duty to. Cause yeah, well, you've... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you spoke but, to those. But yeah, and, and, and he just he just took my statement and I just had a, an insight into the inside of a Qatari, of a Qatari uh, police station. Sorry, police station. And yeah. I just went back to Zach. And, and no, the first thing I did is I went back to my hotel to freshen up and then went obviously back out for a few beers. And while I was in my hotel... I put an update on my Snapchat because yeah. I've done one on my iPad saying, oh, yeah. saying I've lost my phone mm. and I've gone, I'm recording on my phone. It's back. And everyone was buzzing off it on Snapchat. Like people were like, oh my it's God. Mad. Can you imagine how I was yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. It's crazy. And then obviously, yeah, just got on with the trip and and, and had a and had an absolutely unbelievable time. But it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Can you insert pictures into this podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a picture of me with my phone. Um, we'll outside, get the, it outside the Qatari police station. We'll, we'll, just... we'll definitely get it There's in. There's a yeah. bit of foresight, I'll say. What you're looking at now is a picture <laughs> yeah. with his phone. Yeah, the phone in question. So we hope you enjoyed that uh, episode of the What Pod. A bit of a first for us to one, have a guest on, and one, have it, f- and two, have it filmed. Um, hopefully, much more of this sort of content coming soon. And uh, definitely keep an eye on the, the social media for um, clips and other fun stuff from the second part. Wow. Another spectacular episode of the What Pod. And you can catch more spectacular content on our social media. Follow us on Twitter at the What Pod and Insta at the underscore What Pod. Also, if you lovelies could give us a lovely rating, that would be lovely. Bye! Bye.